On today's show, we have a very special guest. Her name is Aura. She is the swashbuckling mermaid, and she's coming out with a new book, and we're going to talk about that and hopefully some of the secret places she's been doing these amazing photographs here in Washington State. So welcome to the show, Aura. Thank you, Kelly. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. And, you know, I've always loved your name. Uh, It's very unique, very pretty. But I think a lot of people always want to know, is Aura your actual name? Yes, uh, Aura was my given name. When I was young, I didn't like my name Aura because it means of the air, and my second name meant gladness. And I happened to be blonde, so my parents named me Happy Airhead by mistake. But I learned to embrace (laughs) my name because it also means dragon in Taiwanese, and I was born in the year of the fire dragon. And according to the Chinese calendar, But it has another meaning, too, that is very dear to me, the protector of the sea. That fits because I'm a mermaid. Well, that's perfect, protector of the sea. I like that. Well, I kind of mentioned, you know, Washington State. But is that the state that you're based out of right now? Yes, I'm based out of Washington State. I love the ocean, the beaches, the mountains here. I wish to call the world my home one day. But there are so many wonderful places here. I'm really glad to call it my home. Well, I think you do an excellent job in this book of highlighting some special places in Washington, especially, you know, by the water. And hopefully, I think, you know, your book will turn a lot of people on to Washington State and just a lot of the beauty of the beaches. But um, the Swashbuckling Mermaid. You're not just Aura, but Aura the Swashbuckling Mermaid. You know, that's such an interesting, you know, you know, tagline they've given you. You know, how did you get that? Well, I because I'm not your typical mermaid, all shun, sunshine and sparkles, I'm a bit more cavalier in spirit. I sword fight on the side with the SEA. I dual-wield rapier and dagger sometimes fighting multiple people at at a time. I mean, I mean it when I say mermaids are made of tougher stuff. The perfect balance of strength and beauty. I do my best to fight for all the good things in this world to make this world better. Because if we don't fight for this world, who will? That is why I'm the swashbuckling mermaid. I like that. I, lo- I love the fencing angle and it seems like when whenever a a galleon comes into town, you're you're visiting and you're up there uh, as the swashbuckling mermaid. So I, I salute your pirate spirit there, Aura. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, when did you you know first become I guess what we'd call a performing arts model? You know, as a mermaid, because you're really out there. You know, for photo ops and with other you know, mermaids. I mean, how does someone, you know, become a mermaid? What was your journey? Well, in my heart, I've always been a mermaid, and I've always been in training to be a mermaid. When I was young, I was always in the water. You couldn't keep me out of the water. You couldn't keep me out of a mud puddle either, any water for that matter. (laughs) That would get me in trouble. When I was I fell in the water off a dock trying to play with the fishes. 
with my boots on, and I was lucky my neighbor was there to pull me out. I clung to the pier. It was horrible. That didn't stop me from swimming at all. At three, I could swim a full-size Olympic pool by myself, and I was on the swim team in high school, also got my open water certification and there, and I'm also a certified free diver. When I was older, I joined the Navy, and they gave me a choice between EOD and rescue swimmer. I thought I would have a short career working with underwater explosives, so I chose rescue swimming instead. But the real catalyst to it all started with a shipwreck, a literal shipwreck. While I was going through all that, I was trying to get back on my feet, and I had my art in an art gallery. And there was this woman that wanted me to make a mermaid tale for her for this music festival. I really wanted to make a mermaid tale, and it came out great. The only woman, only the woman wasn't able to make the music festival, so I ended up being the mermaid at the music festival, and I've been one ever since. Wow, that's a really interesting background. So I know, you know, in the mermaid world, it's not just posing, you know, in the tail, you know, on the beach, but, you know, people going in the water, going underwater. It sounds like you have a really amazing background for that. I'm very impressed. And I can especially see the scuba certification coming in really handy with all that. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Well, it seems as if there's this surging mermaid revolution that's happening right now in popular culture. Uh, why do you think, you know, so many people relate to being a mermaid? Well, there's not just mermaids. There's a whole culture of merfolk out there that just want a better world. It's a bright spot in this darkness that says we can make this world better. We can care about each other and the environment it's about fun. It's about being creative, embracing our inner strength, beauty, and being part of the natural world instead of being separate from it. That's why the mermaid culture is so important. There are so many problems that need solving, and we need to solve it now. If some something beautiful and creative can do that, hey, let that spark spread because we need that positive flame to shine in the in this dark world. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you've really immersed yourself in this culture, which, you know, has led to this coffee table book, which you've been, you know, working on for quite some time. So, you know, I know it's coming out on April 3rd. You know, give us a sneak peek. You know, what's going to be in this book? Well, it's a limited edition first print signed autographed coffee table book. It's a compilation of over 500 photos of mermaid photo shoots, short stories, and poems taken from beautiful places all over the state of Washington. It will be available at the International Mermaid Museum by Westport Winery. Be there on April 3rd. It runs from 11 a.m. until 3. Everything and... I'll probably stay there a little bit longer to answer some more mermaid questions and uh, sign autographs. So, oh, excellent! Wow, five hundred photos, over five hundred. I mean, that's pretty massive. This this sounds like it's very just full of uh, just a lot of artwork plus your short stories. 
and poems you wrote? I mean, this this seems very personal. Yeah, we we actually took like three years to make it. I mean, it, wow. it took a long time to put it together. And you know, I, I've had a sneak peek uh, of it, and I just think you're you're doing a really good job of showing us some of the beautiful parts of Washington State. You're seem like a real ambassador. Yeah, I, I do my best to uh, <laughs> to show others. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in you know this time, you know, the time of COVID and all that, you know, we've all been. I think wanting, you know, to do a project, a lot of people have said, hey, you know, now's the time to make these things happen. And it sounds like you did, you know, so how, how did that journey begin for you? Well, all worthwhile things start by overcoming challenges. It wasn't a shipwreck this time, but a pandemic that started the idea. Everything was closed down. A lot of my friends couldn't get out. There were, they were sick. They were isolated and alone. And I started taking pictures with my photographer, Merman Mike. We went on hikes. We took pictures of beautiful places in my mermaid tales and shared them to cheer people up and give them some hope that better times were ahead. Merman Mike was the one that came up with the idea. Why don't we put them in a book? So we did, and that's how the book came about. Wow. Well, what's really cool, too, is, you know, you also have a calendar along with it. Yes, there's also a calendar that can be bought separately or together with a book in a mermaid treasure pack, which includes a book, a calendar, and a surprise treasure. A surprise treasure. Now, that sounds very intriguing. (laughs) You could have treasure. (laughs) I know, the big treasure chest and Neptune and sounds like you're you've got a very unified theme going on so for the people especially you know in western Washington um, you know where is this book you know signing event you know going to be specifically held at the book signing will be at the International Mermaid Museum located at a Westport Winery in Westport, Washington, on the 3rd, starting at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's perfect, because that's right near the coast, you know, near the ocean. So, perfect setting, um, and I think it's just amazing that there's an International Mermaid Museum in Washington State. So, you know, if people are going to go to this, they can not only see you, buy your book, but they can see this amazing new museum also. Yes. So they should pack up the car, bring a lot of friends, make it a destination, make it a big outing for the day. Well, the thing that always struck me when I first saw your photos is these amazing mermaid tails that you wear. They're they're just works of art. And, you know, I just can't even begin to, you know, figure out how they're made or, you know, how they're constructed. So first of all, I mean, who makes these mermaid tails? Well, the majority of mermaid tails in this book are made exclusively by Mer Taylor. They have high-quality fabric tails with customer service that's spectacular, and it's an American-based company that makes all the tails here in the U.S. I also have some FinFun tails featured in this book, which is also an American-based company. 
if you're looking for a less expensive alternative, it's a really good sta starter tail. Okay. So, and what are these mermaid tails actually made of? Well, the Mertailer fabric is a high-quality scuba knit fabric that's super comfortable, durable, and with four-way stretch. It makes it super stretchy. My merman and I can actually share a tail, and it, it doesn't affect it at all. The fin fun is, is made out of regular spandex. It's not as durable, but it does have silicone-coated tips that gives them a merling extra protection against scuffing the tail on the side of a pole, which happens often starting out. They are generally a good practice tail. I use them when I don't want my nicer tails to get messed up. So. Yeah. Well, I'm just really struck by the vivid colors and the patterns. I mean, and you have a lot of them too. I mean, out of your collection, you know, do you have a, a personal favorite? Well, I, I love them all. It, that's a hard question. I love the color of the Casanova Cove, but the style of the lion's lair. Of all my tails I have in my collection, my I think I have specific designers that I really love. There are so many awesome ones out there. Fabric tails, I would say Mertailer, followed by a Shallow Mermaid. There has to be, like, she has some really nice designs. Silicone, though, I think uh, Raven of Mirabella Studios, if I could have a tail made by her, that would be a dream come true. But the wait list is over two years, so uh, it will have to be a while before I can get one for now. Wow, this must be very popular. A two-year waiting list, wow. So. Yeah. Who, who knew? This almost sounds like high fashion where, you know, an in-demand designer, you have, you have to wait so long. Yeah, Mirabelle is like the couture of uh, of mermaid tails. Well, I know they look beautiful. You know, you pose out of the water in them and they look great, but can you actually swim in these tails? You can absolutely fly through the water in these tails. The thing about swimming in a mermaid tail you don't fight the water. It's small movements that give you speed, and you just glide through the water. That's uh, okay. That's what I do. Well, I know you mentioned before, um, you know, your uh, certification in you know, the Navy and your diving. I mean, are you a certified diver? I mean, how does that work? Yes, I'm open water certified diver. I have a free diving certification, and I can go down to 75 feet on one breath. Well, I bet when you're swimming with the other mermaids, you're probably the unofficial lifeguard. They must all look to you for special safety. Yes, I, I try to not get so wrapped up in that, but I do keep an eye on other people when they're out in the water. Well, if I ever did it, I would feel extra safe knowing you were near me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, hey, I noticed some of the pictures, you know, were actually taken underwater. So uh, where were those taken? Yes, those were taken at Crescent Lake. The visibility is absolutely stunning out there, and it's freshwater, and it's a freshwater lake with crystal blue water. I absolutely adore that, <laughs> that lake. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've had the pleasure of being there. It's it's beautiful. Was it cold though? It's freezing. Water is so <laughs> cold. Yeah. Well, I I guess a, a swashbuckling mermaid has to has to be tough in that cold water. Yeah, mermaids are definitely made of tougher stuff. <laughs> well, hey, you know, with places like Lake Crescent and all those other beautiful locations, you know, why do you feel Washington State is such a good place for your mermaid photo shoots? Well, the scenery here is absolutely fantastic. There is so much to see here. You have to you have the mountains, the pristine freshwater lakes, you have the ocean, the sound, the beaches. It's amazing how many things you can see just within an hour of each direction. That makes it ideal for mermaid photo shoots. Mhm. Well, what are some of the specific locations you did for these photo shoots um in western Washington? You know, the ones that, you know, appears in the book. There were so many. It's difficult to remember them all. I put a I put them in a list in the back of the book for reference with all the tales that were used for each shoot. If anyone wants to know, I'll name several: Miramar Falls, Rialto Beach, Ruby Beach, Point No Point, and Fort Warden, to name a few. Nice. I think that's a real fun part of the book is it being a travel log that lets people see a lot of just really beautiful locations in Washington State. Yeah. So so good for you again for being the mermaid ambassador. Maybe maybe the state of Washington will hire you to to do uh, visit Washington tourist commercials. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> well, people are hopefully by this point they're psyched about the book and the calendar. So, how can someone buy the book or calendar from you? The book is a limited release selling exclusively at the International Mermaid Museum at Westport, Washington. So, you have to get it at the book signing, but we plan to make it available online soon. If you're not able to get the book at the signing, but still really want a book, we'll keep you posted via email at mermaidorastyers at gmail.com and send you the link. Okay, cool. So this is very special that, you know, to make it out for that book signing if they want to get it, you know, before everyone else. And, and uh, well, I think that's really cool that, like I said, you know, you're part of this museum and hopefully they'll have a gift shop and, you know, hopefully, you know, beyond the book signing, that'll be a regular thing. I mean, I could see this book being in a lot of gift shops. Yes, most definitely. I mean, it would fit right in. Mm-hmm. Well, as if, you know, th- this whole project wasn't enough and, you know, you're doing also hopefully more in-person appearances to promote it throughout the year. You know, beyond that, you know, what's going to be next for you? Do you have any uh, new projects going on? Well, I always have new projects in the works. But if if travel overseas opens up, I definitely plan to do some traveling. You never know what mermaid adventures you'll see next. There may be more fabulous books in the future. 
future to see. Never know. Wouldn't it be cool to travel someplace where the water is actually warm? Yes. Yes, it would be nice. Definitely. <laughs> like Hawaii or Fiji or, you know, something tropical. Yes. Yes, something with <laughs> uh, with warm beaches and, and coconut trees. And, yeah, definitely warm weather would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be fun to photograph there, too. So, hey, well, for those who want to follow you on social media, uh, what are you know what are your links and what are the places to go to? Well, they can follow me on Facebook at uh, Mermaid Oars Dyers or also on Facebook at the Swashbuckling Mermaid. And I have an Instagram account at uh, Mermaid Oars Dyers. Okay, and just so people know, Aura is spelled A-U-R-A, Styers, S-T-I-E-R-S. So that's great. I bet you, especially Instagram, do you have a lot of cool photos posted up there? Yes, I do. Excellent. So that'll give them a sneak peek at the book and, and your mermaid fins and just your whole mermaid style. So, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend people go there first because you're so visual. Well, I appreciate, you know, you taking time out to share this with us. I know you've got a lot of preparing for April 3rd in the event, but, you know, is there anything else you want to say or share with us? Just always follow your dreams. You never know where they will take you. Also, be the bright spark you want to see in the world. You never know what great things may come from it. If you wish to buy a book, come to my book signing on April 3rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the International Mermaid Museum at Westport, Washington, in Westport, Westport Winery in Westport, Washington. Thank you. All right. Her name is Ora, the swashbuckling mermaid. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on the show. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. I really appreciate it.